Shalom, this is Reverend John Ferret, and as you, I too am deeply concerned in these difficult days that we live in. We are in days of distress, disorder, danger, days of evil, days of chaos. I mean, look at the things we've experienced. It seems that our vote as citizens was stolen from us. And our current rulers are the ones that are forcing themselves upon us, not by our choice. We can't trust most of our news sources. On top of that, Christians, real Christians, whether they're black or white, Hispanic or Asian, forget the race. We're now considered as extremists. We hear things about critical race theory and that the United States is now considered a country founded upon racism and white privilege. Our entire justice system is based upon white privilege. In these days, clearly, what's truly bad and evil behavior is now redefined as good and righteous. Just goes on and on. Certainly we are in days where one can lose hope and one can live in fear. So this is why Light of Menorah does what it does. Teaching the Bible in the historical context, putting the Bible back into its historical context. And for the most part, it's clear the church has dismissed this completely. The Bible was written to them, the people of the ancient Middle East, then. In the case of Moses, 3,400 years ago. In the case of David, a couple of thousand years ago. And so we ask, what did those Hebrews and the Jews in Jesus' day, what did they hear when they heard God's word for the first time? What did they see? When they encountered God's word for the first time, what did they understand then? It's the initial, the initial message of God, the original message of God, the original meaning. And once we do that, our understanding is enhanced and enriched now. And we can come to grips with the fact that the Bible is truly applicable today in the 21st century. Thus, we can know God's truth. Now, as opposed to the lies and the distortions and the false claims so prevalent today in the government, in the media, in big tech, and yes, even in the church, there's so many of us that say, who can we trust? I really believe in the very words of God. I remember when Jesus, our Lord, said in John 8, 31 through 32, he's talking to Jews who believed in him, and he said, if you continue in my word, you will be my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is he saying? Th these are the very words of God. 
In his word, we will know truth. Now, when you compare this verse, John 8, 31 through 32, and you take it to the New American Standard or the King James, the word continue is used there. If you continue in my word. In the ESV, it's abide. If you abide in my word. In the Message Bible, it says, if you'll stick with it. In other words, if you take my word and you stick with it. Now, I normally disagree with the Message Bible. I really feel that the Message Bible distorts the real meaning of God's word in many cases. But in this wording, stick with it is probably better than all the, the, the rest in terms of its meaning. You'll see what I mean here in just a second. In the NIV, it says, if you hold to my word. Now, Jesus is speaking Hebrew. He's not speaking English. So here the translators in all these different versions are trying to get at the actual original meaning. In the Greek, the Hebrew, uh, the Greek word there is meno, and the Strong's number is G3306. However, it comes from the Hebrew word amad, which is the Strong's number H5975. And a Hebrew word will always give you a picture so that you can get a conceptual idea of what the meaning is. The picture is standing, standing up, or having something set firmly in place, unshakable, or the idea of standing before the king. So we have this conceptual meaning that we're standing, that we're remaining, that we're enduring, we're persevering, we're persisting. We're set firmly in place. And we are standing with our king. We're standing before our king. So to be a true Christian, one who's a real disciple of Jesus. Guys, if you're going to be a Christian, you have to be a disciple. There's no ifs, ands, buts about this. To be a true disciple. We live, no matter what the circumstances, or the challenges, or the difficulties, no matter what evil is around us, we are standing on his word. And thus we endure and persevere in all things on this foundation. We're standing before our king and we're standing with our king. Jesus is teaching something they're familiar with because when Jesus is teaching, they didn't have the New Testament. All they had was the Old Testament. And in Psalm 119, verse 114, we read that God is our hiding place. And our hope is in his word. We hope in his word. His word is a source of hope. And what's fascinating there, when we read this, all they had was the Old Testament. The scripture, the Old Testament scripture is the source of our hope. Oh, in the New Testament as well, but that's all they had then. So, Lyda Menorah stays the course seemingly commanded by my Father. His word is the bread of life. His Torah, the prophets, the Psalms, all of that is the bread of life. Don't believe me. Go to Exodus 13 and start reading verses 1 through 9. This is at the first Passover meal, and God said the unleavened bread will be a picture of a sign. It'll be like a sign on your hand or as a frontal on your forehead, that the word of God is in your mouth. The unleavened bread is a picture of the word of God in our mouth. And we are to feed on his word so that we can endure and persist. His word gives us hope and strength and shalom in a world gone mad. 
And all scripture opens our eyes to the living bread. You read about that in John chapter 6. Scripture opens our eyes to the living bread, the living word, Jesus. Now we have the written word and we have the living word brought together as one at the cross. When Jesus said it is finished. Light a menorah to be another vehicle to immerse yourself in his word. So, join Light and Menorah in these Bible studies, in the podcasts, in the vidcasts, if you'll, especially if you like Bible history and archaeology and geography. Or there's others. I'm not the sole Bible study out there. There are many, many good resources. But the key here is whether it's you're with us or others, you have no choice, Christian, to be a real disciple, you have no choice. Jesus commanded it. You need to be in his word, immersed in his word, standing in his word. There was a DVD series that came out that was amazing called The Truth Project, and the teacher there was Del Tackett. This came out from Focus on the Family, and there's a statement that Del Tackett made, so I'm quoting him. And in one of the Truth Project, project videos he said do you believe that what you believe is really real do you believe that what you believe is really real do you really if so do you believe that you must study God's word to stand in his word as he ordered you to do you believe that what you believe is really real? So thus, this is the way we endure in these difficult times. And I think they're going to even get worse. This is the way we can persist, persevere. We are to be a light to all around us. Just as Ravi Yeshua, Rabbi Jesus, our Master Jesus, Lord, our God, he's the light. And he said, we are to be the light. We'd be like him. We are to be like him, which means we're a disciple, not just some Christian spouting off Christianese. No. We live like him, an imitation of him, a reflection of him. So let's go, you guys. It's time to stand before the king. It's time to stand in these difficult days, unshakable, before our king and with our king, in his word, so we will know the truth. And the truth will set us free. Shalom. Shalom.